the Lord's yoke. A few months ago, my father passed away after a long battle with Alzheimer's. And it was interesting, maybe you've had this experience of watching other people in similar boats, that years ago, I remember, you know, we'd be driving down the road and, hey, Dad, you need to turn right here. And he'd be so defensive, I know where I'm going, you know. And, and to see the transformation from that to the last time, you know, few months, years of his life where, okay, Dad, here's what you're eating tonight, you know, and, and he would just receive. And there was a time when, okay, you need to take your pills. I don't want to take my pills. And we're like, what are we going to do if we can't get him to take his pills, you know? But by the end, it was like, all right, here, take this. And he would, he'd leave the pill in his mouth a while, but eventually he would swallow it, you know? That there was this, this receptivity. You know, Jesus says in our gospel today that, I give praise to you, Father, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you revealed them to little ones. Elsewhere, Jesus says, unless you become like a child, you cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. That it's like that God, who is our loving Father, wants to give us all good things, but unless we have a heart like a trusting child who knows that they are fully dependent on their Father, then maybe our hands and our hearts won't be open to receive what He wishes to give us. You may be familiar with the little way of St. Therese, the little flower, St. Therese of Lisieux. And what's amazing is she was named a doctor of the church, which means that she has something to teach all of us. So there's some 20 some doctors in the church, and it means that these are, they have very particular, very important things that we can all learn from. But if you know, you know the life of St. Therese, she died at the age of 24 from tuberculosis, and she had never even gone to high school. So she didn't have a lot of learning from the world's perspective. But what she was a master in was knowing the goodness of the Father and being willing to receive all things from him. Which, which sounds really nice, but it's hard to receive all things from God. For example, um, talking recently with some parents who um, were very distraught because they can't get their kids to go to church and do things they want them to do, that they feel totally powerless. They're like, I can't, I'm totally helpless. But I, but I feel like I need to do something because I'm the parent, right? I'm responsible. And, you know, and then I, I ask my questions. I'm like, what are you responsible for? I said, it feels like, it sounds like you're feeling this burden. Like, I'm responsible for my children's faith. I said, but, but how old are they? They're like, well, they're adults now. I was like, you know. <laughs> How long have they been listening to you or not listening to you? You know, that as kids get older, they kind of stop listening as much, you know? They're not really receiving, which, which becomes, I say, when, if they're not listening, well, what's not, the time to speak is when the audience is listening. Because if we're talking and the audience isn't listening, we can sometimes make it worse. But we feel this burden, right? But what does Jesus say today in our gospel? 
Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. So Jesus' burden, you know how yoke works? It's almost a little bit like what I see on this vestment, that a yoke with two animals is you have like two oxen, and there's a, a wooden bar across the two oxen, and they're pulling the plow in the field. And so if you and I are yoked to the Lord, well, let's just say he's a little stronger than I am, so he's going to be doing all the work. That, that if I'm with Jesus and he's doing all the work, it's going to feel easy. But if I feel like mm, this is hard, it probably means I'm going in a different direction than Jesus is. And I know for myself, sometimes I feel like I'm banging my head against a wall, like I'm trying to go this direction and it's not going. You know, there's no door here. And the Lord's like, that's because I'm trying to get your attention to go that way instead. You know, you kind of, I've learned to kind of step back and say, I thought I was supposed to go that way, but apparently you want me to go a different direction. And then I have a choice. Do I accept it? So can I accept, and this is hard. You mean I'm supposed to accept that my kids aren't going to church? No, it's accepting that that's not for me to control. And can I accept God? How does God accept them? God loves them as they are. And he loves their freedom. And he accepts that. So can I accept that, yes, I love this person, but they have freedom. And I want them to want this, but they have to want it or, or it doesn't work. And so it's part of this light burden is to accept what God is actually doing. You know, the people in the Old Testament, you know, people at the time of Jesus, they were expecting a mighty Savior to come on a, on a horse and, and with a mighty sword and kick out the Romans. But, but Jesus came very different, like the prophecy today that he came meek and humble and riding on an ass, that it was very different than what they were expecting. And for those who were able to receive him, he is the Savior. He's the Prince of Peace. And so that's the invitation for all of us. You know, it doesn't mean we have to like the way things are. Um, I was talking, I had lunch with this woman two days ago, and her, her, during COVID, her son had very bad cancer, and eventually, after a valiant effort, he, he passed away. And as a mother, you're like, how am I supposed to accept that? I don't, and I said, well, it's, it's not about, what God asks of us is not to like it, but can we choose to accept it? And to trust that he's, he's doing something. Because here's the thing about children, if they're unhappy, they're gonna let you know one way or another, right? And, and Jesus invites us to go to his Father, to go to our Father, and to share with him everything that's on our heart. I think of Jesus in the garden. That what does he say to the Father? Father, take this cup away from me. This is not what I want. This is not what I want to receive. <sighs> but not my will, your will be done. Which I think for us today is 
God, this is not what I want for my kids, my grandkids. <sighs> but not my will, your will be done. I, I trust you. This is not, Father, this is not what I want for our country. This is not the laws I want. This is not whatever the political figures I want. <sighs> but not my will, your will be done. Does it mean I'm, oh, does that mean I'm accepting a bad thing? No, it's I'm accepting that God, who's all good and powerful, who's allowing this seemingly bad thing, that, that God can bring good from it, that God's allowing it for whatever reason, and do I trust him? That's what we're accepting. We're accepting that God is still in control, that God is still at work to give me all that I desire. Well, last little story. I just came off of a, a silent retreat in, in South Dakota, and, and on the retreat, the, I had heard this thing talked about that God wants to answer and give us all of our desires. I was like, wow, that's pretty big, because, you know, Powerball's coming up, you know, like that would... <laughs> Like God wants to give us all our desire, and and I think there's a there's a purification of that. That do I really want Powerball? No, I, I just want to know that I have all the means to to take care of my needs. That's what I really want. I I want to enjoy life. That that's really what I want. So it's not necessarily Powerball. There's like a deeper desire, and God wants to answer the. He's not going to let us all win Powerball, but he he's he wants to answer the deeper desire. For why we said that. Does that make sense? So, so I'm on this retreat, and, and, uh, and so I kind of, just not to test the Lord, but I was like, I was walking through these, these little woods, and I said in my heart, I was like, Lord, I would love to see a deer. Something very simple, and I, not that I'm testing God, but I'm like, I just would like to see that. Well, no deer. You know, the next, the next day I'm walking a similar path and, and there's a rustling in the bushes and I hear this like, hoof, stomp. And I'm like, is that my deer? I never saw anything, you know? I think the hoof stomp was just telling me to get away. Um, so then the retreat finishes and I'm, I'm, I'm being driven back to the airport and I'm like, okay, well that's, yeah, I don't know, it was kind of a nice idea, you know? And, and then the driver's like, hey, you should see the cathedral, it's really beautiful. I'm like, okay, so we stop by there and then Hey, have you seen Sioux Falls? It's really beautiful. So we drive by Sioux Falls, and we're coming back, and we're turning the corner to go into the airport. I can see the airport right in front of me. And all of a sudden, the driver says, oh my gosh, I've never seen that before. There's a deer in that front yard in the middle of the city. I'm like, what? We all look over, and there's a plot of grass, like as big as this area here, pretty deep. And there's a deer right there in the front yard, you know, two feet away from the sidewalk and all the traffic, just eating grass. He's like, in 50 years, I've never seen that. Huh, well, let's go to the airport. And, and they didn't think anything of it, and I'm sitting there like, God, like God knows what I want. And he wants to fulfill that desire in a way that's with fireworks. Not just the big things, but even the little things. If, if I have a heart to receive it, do, and do I trust that that's how much he loves me, that I can rest and his care. Maybe, maybe, Lord, maybe today is kind of hard with things around me that I, I don't really like. I don't like where I'm at or I don't like what's happening. But if this is where you have me with, with the difficulties and struggles that I have right now, that perhaps, yes, Lord, there's no place I'd rather be than right here or no yoke I'd rather have 
than yours.